What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the NBA Slate Starter Podcast. I'm Eric, joined with my buddy Ryan as we break down Friday's 11-game massive NBA DFS Slate. Just another day in paradise uh, here in the NBA DFS streets. Uh, Rinpak, talk to me about what went down. Uh, Frank Mason the third went down, leading to our lineups to being an absolute travesty. Uh, sucks. It's a brutal bad beat. A lot of the uh, sharp people, it was the sharp play to do. But we can't really control those injuries once they happen. Just kind of go with the flow. It's one of those days you're really hoping that you don't drown. You somehow, somehow find a way to tread water. Uh, on to Friday we go. On to Friday we go. I really don't have anything to say other than I hate when this stuff happens. And again, you feel super, super sharp because I felt like he was going to play all day. And I think we got him at reduced ownership uh, for sure for what it should have been uh, had it had it come out before lock or anything else. So what can you do? We made the right decisions. I'm not going to beat myself up too much about it. So uh, before we get going, get down to that bottom bar, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, and hit the notification bell so you know when this and all the other content at Osmo is going live. We have a lot to get to today, so let's just get party. Shall we, Rinpak? Let's do it. Let's do it. Top end of point guard, Luka Doncic, 10,900. Uh, on again, off again, on again, off again. That's just kind of the, the Luka Doncic story of the last couple games. Uh, 64.5 up against Atlanta. Now faces New Orleans in the Lonzo Ball matchup. No problem going back to the well. I love getting over the field there. Uh, LeBron James, 10,100. Third consecutive overtime game for them. Uh, played 40-plus minutes in all three. Uh, only 46, though, in the last game. So, uh, again, we'll see if Anthony Davis, it sounds like he's closer to uncertain. So let that be known. We, we might be looking at a little bit of Laker value, but, man, it's, uh, it's kind of a gross team to be, to be investing in in general. Uh, moving our way down, uh, Damian Lillard, 9,800. Uh, Trey Young, 10,000 up against San Antonio. Not a bad spot to be going to. And then, of course, Russell Westbrook, $9,000. A little bit of inflation off of the 8,400. We got a little bit of a discount. He didn't even play that well, but now sitting at 9K up against this slow New York team. Talk to me about the top end of point guard. So, yeah, we got Luca, Trey, Dame, uh, and Russ uh, kind of leading the way there. I think Dame is someone who stands out to me versus that Cleveland matchup at that price tag. $9,500, especially on FanDuel. Over there in DK, I think Luca and uh, Trey, both are a fine spend-up options, but I think spending down to Dame and Russ. Uh, Russ against New York, but I think Dame is probably my favorite of the spend-up. I know it's versus Cleveland. It's a back-to-back. I do expect him to play um, in this back-to-back. LeBron James has uh, point guard eligibility versus Memphis. I think he's a fine option. Uh, we know it's triple double upside. Maybe AD doesn't play. I think that's someone we should definitely be considering. Another uh, another guy to be considering is John Morant. Uh, him and LeBron are close. Uh, they actually call uh, LeBron Uncle LeBron and Auntie Savannah uh, when they hang out. So John Morant makes a very interesting option at $7,100 on DraftKings and FanDuel. And spend down option, I think Peyton Pritchard might be someone to consider. $3,800 on DK, $3,900 on FanDuel, especially uh, if Kemba Walker doesn't play. I think that's someone to consider. I think we're going to have to consider Cole Anthony if he's the lone point guard in Orlando. Orlando's going to be really interesting if they have no point guards tomorrow. Uh, it's going to be a lot of Terrence Ross ball handling. We will see what that news breaks on to. Orlando right now for us is a really upsetting option. So that kind of wraps it up for me for point guard. Is there anyone else you're looking to go to uh, in this uh, point guard spot? Yeah, I was going to say, if uh, if Amino can't play, are they even going to have eight? Like, it's going to be close, I guess. Bacon, Ennis, Ross... Um, and that's it in, in that direction. They have, a, they, have, they have another guard in Daquan Jeffries as well. Wow. I think. 
Yeah, Kareem Maine, but he's not no, with the sorry. team right now, is he? Daquan Jeffries is on the Kings now. He used to be on the Magic. There we go. Yeah, so, Kareem yeah, Maine yeah. would be the other guy there. I think they are literally at eight with so Mo Bamba, I guess, would be the the eighth guy in that situation. Wowzer Orlando. Uh that'll be fun. And of course, of course, Orlando has the best matchup possible that you could ever ask for in Sacramento. So just to like add insult to injury, uh no pun intended on an eleven game slate. We're gonna be waiting on a bunch of that. Uh looking down the rest of point guard, we'll kinda stick on that. Lamella Ball, eighty six hundred, like uh, I know he put up 34, only played 28 minutes there. Uh, Devontae Graham is questionable. I would have absolutely zero interest. It would make life super easy if Devontae Graham were out, or were in, excuse me. If he's out, I still think LaMelo Ball, who's basically around a 1.15 DraftKings points per minute guy, who you'd project to play 35 plus minutes uh, should this game stay close. That'd be a very difficult thing for me to not have some exposure to, even over on DraftKings. Like, I would just really have no, no issues whatsoever going there. Uh, looking down the rest of the position, DeJounte Murray, he's not somebody that I, I roster a ton compared to the field, uh, which which worked out pretty well last time out. I mean, Jekyll and Hyde, 62 the first game against Golden State, and then 14 and a half the second. But against Trey Young, I always love to play point guards against him. It's just somewhere that I'm going to gonna definitely have some interest on this slate, regardless of what that ownership ends up being. Uh, going down the rest of the way, is there anybody else like on this bottom end? I mean, Eric Bledsoe, I can't do that to myself anymore. I have to like start going to rehab for Eric Bledsoe very, very soon. Uh, anybody else for you? Uh, no, no one really stands out. Obviously, news can bite you in the ass or it can save you. So we'll see what ends up happening tomorrow. What's it done lately for us? Good freaking. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You know what? I, I'm going to I'm going to keep my composure. We got to keep our composure. Uh, top end of shooting guard. Uh, let's go over to FanDuel because uh, we we are an equal opportunity partner uh, when it comes to the two sites. Uh, let it be known. Uh, top end of shooting guard. Uh, Bradley Beal is going to be out. Zach Levine, 9,600. I guess we didn't even bring that up. Rest purposes for Bradley Beal. Um, I, I had seen that go through sooner. Uh, but Russell Westbrook is going to be super, super high owned. So 9K is still kind of a discount for him over there on, on DraftKings. Over on FanDuel, Russell Westbrook's 8,700. <laughs> so now he's cheaper over there. So well done, FanDuel. That's, that's going to be excellent. Uh, sitting down there, Zach Levine, who came off of an absolute nuclear bomb uh, with with 46 real points against New Orleans, 58.4 FanDuel points. He's going to garner a lot of ownership, as he should. Uh, that's just, uh, just going to be another good spot, even against these Clippers with Paul George out. Uh, Kawhi Leonard might be on him, but I, I really don't care. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have some interest. Uh, we have so many shooting guards that are already out. So Paul George, McCollum, uh, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, three in a row with an O-tag. So then we get to Donovan Mitchell at 8,300. DeMar DeRozan at 7,800. And then I'll throw Tyrese Halliburton in there. Uh, D'Angelo Russell's out too. I mean, this is just like, we are going to have some crazy value. Get ready to stars and scrubs it up. But who do you prefer at the top end of shooting guard on FanDuel? So yeah, top end on the shooting guard, obviously Beal being out is a massive, massive uptick for Russ. And uh, there are going to be some other guys who probably will help out the Washington team just because he takes so much usage. Maybe we'll cover them in the other positions such as Aruvi, Bartans. Uh, we'll see what ends up happening with their sell, uh, price tags. Levine versus uh, the Clippers on $9,200 seems a little bit expensive. Mitchell versus uh, Milwaukee. Donovan Mitchell played that. The Jazz played Milwaukee last time, and they uh, won by 13. Mitchell was fantastic. Uh, went 12 of 24 from the field. Now, Middleton now has shooting guard eligibility so, uh, and small forward eligibility on DK. I believe he was just small forward at one point. But 8K, very consistent all year long. 
uh, someone we should definitely be targeting. Other value options over there in DK, I think uh, it gets ugly really fast. Maybe uh, in Sacramento, Fournier's price tag is going to stand out against 5900 versus Sacramento. Derek White is $5,200. Maybe we go to Hamadou Diallo again, who has been great the past two games out. He's got he last time he got there, he's picked up two double doubles and rebounds, which is kind of impressive from him. Uh, so someone that we could consider. Jordan Clarkson can get hot, fifty seven hundred dollars for sure. Buddy Hield is someone who just needs to uh, knock down a couple threes. That's six, not a couple threes, but a lot more than a couple threes to pay off that price tag. But I, I do like Buddy Hield against his depleted Orlando team over there in Fanduel. Uh, spending up, obviously, you're going to have Levine. Clarkson is now down to $4,700. He's someone who needs to get hot to get going. But he healed his $5,900. I think we need to consider that quite a bit. Dylan Brooks, $5,200 versus uh, the Lakers. I, I think he's going to be quite popular because of that price tag. I'm not a big Dylan Brooks believer, but that price tag looks quite nice right now. Um, outside of that, uh, it seems like a spot to pay down for on shooting guard, maybe. Yeah. But I think DeRozan is at seventy eight hundred, probably my favorite of the spend up options over there on FanDuel. It's not really spending up, but it's kind of like a pay up for one and spend down for another type of build right now. I'm not too sure. Dwayne Bacon. God. We are just going to have so many, so many magic in play. I mean, it was a groin injury, I think, is what it ended up being for Frank Mason. So I am pretty positive that he is not going to be playing basketball tomorrow against Sacramento. So uh, you're looking at Terrence Ross, 4,900 being crazy chalk, which for a shooting dependent guy, uh, you got to expect that assist rate would go up. I was I was doing the late slate show with Emac, and he was talking about how Vooch has the highest assist rate out of everybody there um, uh, amongst all those guys. There's just not going to be any ball handlers or distribution guys that are going to be relied upon there. I mean, Terrence Ross is not a, not a, drive and dish kind of dude so uh so that's going to be brutal Dwayne Bacon 4100 uh, I'd probably have some interest there uh going down to like this bottom end it gets really really gross uh KCP is somebody that you can randomly end up on against Memphis uh you know kind of kind of popped a little bit of an upside I would say the one thing that surprised me was seeing Grayson Allen and now you have uh, Desmond Bain who's going to be out uh, uh, Grayson Allen got up to 29 minutes last game, put up 18 real points, 27.1. I expect him to garner a little bit of ownership down there at 4,400. At least I, w- I would definitely expect it. So uh, if you're looking for somebody to get off of Brooks and, and being popular, I think you'll get Grayson a little bit less popular, but I guarantee you there'll still be some ownership there for, for people just going through the box score there. But obviously a little bit of increased opportunity. We'll have to see what that Memphis starting lineup looks like. That's going to be in the last game of the night, but Desmond Bain's been starting lately so uh I'll, I'll be interested i'm assuming it'll be kyle anderson uh slotted in there but that's just a guess here at first look uh anybody else you want to touch base with no, i think to the small forward position we go let's do it before we do nba packages starting at four dollars and 95 cents per week uh all you got to do is go over to osmo.com slash join nba we have an 11 game slate i'm going to keep it rolling uh but if you get over to osmo.com slash join nba check out all the options that we have there uh, we have giveaways going uh we're making the push for 100k youtube uh youtube subscribers but specifically 30k Twitter followers is what we're really, really gunning for. So uh, we have giveaways going. We have amazing super draft giveaways. 
We're doing so much great free stuff over on the YouTube shows. Uh, show us a little bit of love. Hop over to Osmo.com slash join NBA. Uh, even if you want to get in for that $4.95, I guarantee you, you will not be disappointed. So uh, just stop guessing and start winning. Uh, at the top end, a small forward over on FanDuel. LeBron James is sitting at 10500 uh, that's a that's a guy that I'm going to constantly, you know, have have a little bit of exposure to, but I'll probably be under the field uh, regardless of how that Anthony Davis situation turns out. You can't spend up for absolutely everybody, and LeBron James, I don't expect him to be playing 40 minutes every single night going forward, especially because you know the Lakers are going to start playing better. Uh, Kawhi Leonard, ten thousand dollars against the the Chicago uh, the Chicago small forward, I, I guess front court, back court. How do you define Kawhi Leonard? He's just very very good at basketball. He does a little bit of everything. Uh, against Chicago, 10K, no Paul George, sign me up for a little bit of that. My boy Brandon Ingram, Dallas has just been garbage defensively for the last couple weeks. So I'm looking at getting invested in some 8,600 Brandon Ingram over there. And then Jalen Brown, who who's now up to 8,400 over there on FanDuel. Uh, two decent outings here back to back. I, I wouldn't say that he's like somebody that they would possibly rest, but considering he was just hurt recently, sat out for a game, There is a chance that I could see them possibly rest him against Detroit. I don't want to speculate too much, especially when we have so many spots where we know for certain people are going to be out, but just something to keep aware of. Make sure you're following the Osmo NBA Twitter handle. Uh, Talk to me about small forward Renpack. Yeah, Kawhi Leonard versus Chicago, and you're getting a $500 savings off of LeBron, but LeBron is going to be all based off of AD plays or not. So LeBron without AD, obviously been absolutely sensational. Uh, couple times without him. Last time was very disappointing, but obviously the upside of north of 60 fantasy points is right on the table for him. Kawhi Leonard, uh, like I said, um, you know, is in a great, great spot. No Paul George potentially still, I believe. So I think we definitely need to be considering uh, Kawhi Leonard as a staple spend-up option across the board. Jalen Brown, $7,800. If he plays and if Brad Stevens and Danny Ainge don't have any notes about his knee tendonitis, I think we should be considering uh, Jalen Brown. Jeremy Grant just disappointed us. It's the time to just bounce back for a guy like that just because we know he's the head honcho there, and I think he could put up a nice uh, spot against uh, Boston because of the shot volume and what how much act, how active he is on the offensive end. really helps um, fantasy scoring out um, consistently with Jeremy Grant. Other uh, small forward options in the mid-tier to spend down for, I think we can consider, like you said, a Grayson Allen. Danilo Gallinari, 4,800, I think is fine. Played his minutes total up to 30. He went 2 of 12 from the field. I think that can definitely get better. So, And he's $4,100, I believe, on FanDuel. So uh, that's someone who I think is going to be quite popular in the spend-down option. Joe Ingles versus Milwaukee is just okay. Nothing too exciting right now. Kelvin Johnson uh, played a lot better uh, last time out. I think versus Atlanta, $5,200 is someone we can consider. And uh, Michael Porter Jr., uh, my guy, uh, put up 40 fantasy points, uh, was great. Now plays against a potentially a depleted OKC team. I think uh, someone we can definitely consider. Uh, kind of that kind of really is who I'm looking at. It's 11 game slate, so it'll be interesting to see uh, the difference of roster constructions, balance versus stars and scrubs. I think both are kind of viable the way things to look at right now. They're always viable on any slate, but. Uh, especially on an 11-game slate. Bigger slates seems more t- t- tend to be stars and scrubby. Maybe tomorrow's a little balance build option uh, where that can be a little different. But we'll see what ends up happening in the power forward and center position. 
So we talked about Teo, uh, sorry, Teo Maladin and Shea Gilgis Alexander will continue to be out. Kenridge Williams does a lot of ball handling duty for this Oklahoma City team. He does play the backup point guard for when uh, when Diallo is going to be off the floor again. It's so weird talking about them in, in terms of who's handling the ball. Like Al Horford is basically playing point guard for this team at this point. But also Kenrich Williams, 5,200 over on FanDuel. Definitely going to have some interest there. 3,700 Justin Jackson. I expect him to have some popularity. And then Lugans Dort at 4,800. All three of those guys from Oklahoma City I think are going to gonna have some serious ownership just because you have to be locking them in for crazy minutes. There's just nobody else to be playing minutes at the one two three for Oklahoma City. So uh, somebody to, something to keep in, in the back of your mind for tomorrow. Uh, not that they're going to go overlooked. They, they haven't been for the last three slates in a row. So uh, Will Barton and Michael Porter Jr. I was going to say, I think it's Kayla's guy now. I think Kayla can air him on the tip-off. I think she gets claims to Michael Porter Jr. now, considering she went to Missouri. So she, she took complete ownership over him, given... He only played like nine games or something, maybe less for Missouri. He got hurt with it. He had the back injury very, very early in that season. So uh, before he basically got shut down for two years. Uh, going well, down I went to, to Michael Porter's All-American game, so uh, I beat that. Oh, wow. Okay, so you were first there. You're the first lover. That's She gets sloppy seconds. That's that's fine. Uh, that's a weird way of putting it. But also Michael Porter Jr. is very, very good at basketball. I think he's also a pretty handsome dude. Like I, I think he's a handsome dude. I think he's he's I'm all sure right. he gets his own. We're going to keep uh, he's a professional athlete. I would freaking hope so. Here we are. Josh Hart 4600. That's an inflated price tag from the 4100 that we were looking at here before. Um God, I don't know. 40 minutes was pretty absurd, and Zion was in foul trouble that first game, as pointed out by Greg Ehrenberg. I don't want to take credit for such things. Uh, Looking at uh, Torian Prince, uh, 4,700, kind of the identical price tag. I would rather take some shots maybe and seeing some of those minutes go up, but with Jared Allen starting alongside at the four, it seems like maybe it's capped a little bit of Torian uh, Prince's upside there for minutes. Uh, We saw 32 against Milwaukee, 19 against Milwaukee, but that was a blowout. And then 25 and 24 in the two games of Drummond and Jared Allen starting next to each other so that that also is a little bit apprehensive for me Denzel Valentine is still 4,400 why do they keep doing this to us like are we gonna have another chalk Denzel Valentine game I'm just gonna be light on it for sure yeah that's someone who I haven't really been going to it's a Clippers matchup that doesn't really excite me but if the minutes are there I guess but I, I do think Gallinari just seems like a better overall option Love it. Power forward time, baby. Over on DraftKings. Uh, back to DraftKings. Giannis Antetokounmpo, 10,800. It's Giannis. Uh, I, I continue to have crazy exposure to them. Last last slate, he was 6%. He was 6% on Wednesday. I had like 40, and I was like just dancing in my shoes. Part of it is that like a power forward, there just seems to be like such a big gap between him and the rest of the field, especially if Anthony Davis is out. So I guess that's kind of a big part of why I pay up at that position. More so over on FanDuel where you have to roster two of everybody, but even on DraftKings, there's a big jump from from Giannis at 10-8 to Anthony Davis at 9-2, I think, who is, who's questionable right now, but I think might be bordering on the doubtful side. Again, make sure you're paying attention to that news. I'm not going to speak for that. Uh, Julius Randle, 9,100. Uh, generally, I haven't had a whole lot of Julius Randle uh, interest. Now he's facing Washington. Uh, hopefully this can can pace up New York a little bit. If I were going to invest in him, this would be the spot. Uh, and then Jason Tatum, 8,800 uh, against this Detroit team. He's just really not been there the last three after coming out of the gate hot uh, after coming back. Who do you like at the top end of power forward? Uh, Giannis and Tatum definitely stand out to me. 
Uh, I think Tatum versus Detroit could get whatever he wants. Uh, it's a back-to-back, keep in mind. Uh, so Tatum is someone who's been pretty solid. Um, throughout the year, I know he, uh, he came back and was a little rusty, but I think Giannis and Tatum make for great options. Now, if Anthony Davis plays, I don't think his ownership will be north of 5%, but it is a lower body Achilles uh, uh, injury that they're keeping in mind of. So just keep in mind what the situation there is with AD. Julius Randle, $8,600 versus Washington. Yeah, let's do it. It's Washington. I think uh, Randle could have a uh, potentially north of 50 fantasy points in his bag. So he has yet to play them this year. $8,600. Randle, sign me up. Uh, Porzingis versus the Pelicans. Uh, He was great two games ago. Came down to earth, only played 19 minutes. So I think there's room for him to obviously get more minutes. I know it's an $8,200 price tag. Maybe people will be more excited to play a guy like Zion. Uh, I think I, I, th- I want to say Porzingis has a higher, much higher upside than Zion. Zion's just someone who, who's just been consistently around the high 30s, low 40s. Zion all put year up long. 29 real points last game. He only had four boards, only two assists, which were both low marks for him uh, in the course of his last seven games. Uh, no blocks in a game, also. If he got any stocks or blocks, he has upside on FanDuel. I disagree with you, but that's just also me, a super biased New Orleans Pelican guy. Again, up, people people say we numbers. disagree and that I'm I'm com- combative and confrontive to you. I have to live up to my expect. I have to live up to their expectations. Continue on. So the thing is, he put up great numbers at Duke. Those are like stocks and yep. blocks. Uh, he just hasn't translated to the NBA. It's crazy. Game, so it's yeah. Maybe it's going to happen, but it hasn't happened yet. It's in, and we have like almost a, I want to say fifty games now under his belt. So this is a dumb thing to say, but do you think part of it could also be just him maybe not trying to like highlight real dunk and highlight real block everything uh, coming off of a knee injury that kept him out of a couple games last well a lot of games last year. It might be a training staff thing that they've told him not to do. Potentially, we don't know what's happening behind the scenes, but. Uh, t- hopping over on DK, Jeremy Grant has power forward eligibility going back to him after he's burned everyone. Dan- Dylan Gallinari's $4,800. Someone who I think is going to be very, very popular and has merit to just being removed from your player pool is Semi Ojale. And on that note, that's what I'm going to say. I'm going to probably be trying to do that. I do not think what he did was real today. <laughs> and uh, if you think otherwise, uh, please leave in the comment section how much percent Semi Ojale you will be playing. And uh, on that note, that wraps up my power forward thoughts. I think there there we go. Got zero. Got zero. I'm right there with you. Uh, I actually had a little bit today, but he was 1%. If somebody goes off, now he's going to be 30%. Uh, I'm going to have none. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. The one guy I will have a lot of at power forward uh, from the same team is Daniel Tice, who I continue to love and play on FanDuel. He's continuing to be underpriced. He's 4900 Again, he got out of that starting rotation for like one game, and everybody like lost their mind, and I think they just kind of completely forgot about him. But 35.5 today. He got four blocks and two steals, so I'm not going to like say that that's super repeatable, but somebody who also is playing around 30 minutes, uh, who's going to be able to have opportunities, can shoot from the outside a little bit. Like I have no problem playing an under 5K Daniel Tice just to get a different kind of roster construction. I don't think he's like a, a must by any means, but I would rather do that than paying like 4500 for Kem Birch. I know that you know Kem Birch is going to see minutes and Orlando's completely decrepit, but like I'd rather find a little bit of the money. Uh, going back to this Chicago narrative where these prices just don't change, Patrick Williams is again going to be chalk on FanDuel, 4400 Price didn't move at all. He played 34 minutes, uh, so that's now, what, one, two, three, four, five games consecutively of 30-plus minutes. Uh, he got to 25.5. 
He's just way underpriced still. I, I want to keep fading it because it's worked out the last couple where I, I didn't like need him, but God, now against the Clippers in a spot where like he's just there's nobody else in that front court. I mean Gafford's starting uh as well, but like I, I just don't want to play him at all. The minutes never get over twenty, so obviously everybody's gonna go to Patrick Williams. So get ready for that fun little nugget tomorrow. Uh enjoy that everybody. Uh, anybody else, uh, I would say the one guy we got to point out. So Mason Plumlee got late scratch today. Uh, I ended up with a hundred percent Isaiah Stewart. I think a lot of people did, uh, on, on multiple sites, multiple everywhere. He, he was just a fantastic play because Isaiah Stewart ended up in the starting lineup at the five. He's 3,600 a power forward. Uh, so in the, in the bottom bar, uh, obviously focus in on what your ownership of, uh, semi is going to be, but I can guarantee you I'm going to have near a hundred percent if Mason Plumlee is out again. What do you think? Yeah, I think we can definitely go to that. And it'll obviously, uh, give you a spend up a uh, spend down option to give give you some more uh salary to spend up for some great studs that we have another guy we need to mention on FanDuel is davis bertans forty two hundred dollars someone hello i've been saying consistently over the past few days and maxi kleba in the same price range as well make for some pivots off of isaiah stewart so keep in mind that that power situation there play isaiah stewart just saying. No, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, you you do whatever you want. You you play your own game. Uh, top end of center, my guys. Let's finish it out. Uh, top end of center on DraftKings. Giannis Antetokounmpo is also center eligible there. Uh, Jokic, 10,700. Nikola Vucevic, 9,400. Uh, so you've got two absolute studs at the top end of center there uh, between Vuce, between Jokic. Uh, both in phenomenal spots. Carl Anthony Towns is back. He exists. He's He played 31 minutes uh, in a seven-point loss the other night. We'll kind of see what ends up happening in this situation. I'm not quite sure um, what needs to get done between, uh, like, I, I don't know what I what it would take for me to have interest there. I know he's got a good spot against Cody Zeller, but like 9,100 still is kind of a big number. Um, I'm, I'm curious what you think about that, if you could get his minutes up to 35, 36, what you would think about him compared to the other two studs. And then Julius Randle and a couple of these other power forward center eligible guys there. Let's go down to Drummond and Capella. So Drummond is 8,200. Capella is somebody that obviously was showing a lot of upside uh, for that one streak where he became God. He only played 21 minutes and they kind of like preferred to go small with Danilo and John Collins there. So I'm curious what you think about, about him as maybe like a 1% contrarian option on an 11 game slate. Talk to me about center. Yeah, I like Carl uh, Anthony Towns quite a bit. Uh, $9,100 versus Charlotte. Uh, if he played 30 minutes last time, I think there's some merit to play him. <clears throat> I'd rather save the $300 and go to Vucevic at $9,800 versus Sacramento. Uh, Vucevic is just an absolute stud this year, and he's been c- kind of carrying the load. I expect him to do so. Nikola Jokic versus OKC. He uh, played them uh, I believe a couple weeks ago. Put up fifty-five fantasy points. Obviously, it's Jokic. Any like any number of fantasy points is absolutely on the table. He could put up seventy in three quarters against uh, OKC. So, someone we could uh, definitely go to Drummond versus Portland. Uh, Drummond was a disaster last time out. He's just becoming like um, there was a stretch where we could rely on him for some time. It's just not happening. Uh, the past couple of times out. Now, if they start Allen and him together in the front court, I feel a little bit more confident, but that price tag is nice where he could obliterate that price tag. Valanciunas uh, versus LA. If no AD plays, I like Valanciunas, um, um, 7K. If there's no AD, 
Cantor is now $6,700. There was a huge, massive laceration to his head uh, where he just ended up with a massive bloody head. So we'll see if he's in. He, I believe, checked back in to the game. Yeah, he started uh, we'll the second see. half. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I expect, then based off that, maybe if there's no like post-game swelling or anything, I, I do expect him to play tomorrow versus Drummond. Uh, over there in DK, Alex Lent plays around 20 minutes, but and he just uh, – it's forty six hundred. It's not exciting play, but in a in a way to get a little different with your lineup, you could go there. But the favorite center over there on DK probably it will be Isaiah Stewart if Mason Plumlee doesn't play. I think we need to make sure he's a potential option um, going forward, and not not like Daniel Tice or anything will uh, scare me off of like him getting in foul trouble. Maybe it's Tatum who like constantly gets him on a switch, maybe, and he has to um, kind of go up against him one on one, but. Stewart is uh, someone who hasn't been fearful at all. He's been talking smack to some veteran players throughout um, his time in Detroit. It's been really interesting. So uh, he plays with a chip on his shoulder. So I think Isaiah Stewart will be a fine value option. Was it Giannis that he got into it with? It was Giannis and his brother? Uh, He's gotten into them. He's gotten into Montrose, Harold, Marquis. Okay, there was Montrose, the other guy. Yeah, so it doesn't, it doesn't, he's not fearful. whatsoever 3100 uh, all in baby let's go i'm i'm here for it uh and let's, go ahead i want to talk about randall 9100 on uh, dk i think definitely in play and now that things have now opened up in atlanta quite a bit no deandre hunter john collins is someone who's getting a lot more minutes uh $7,700 i like collins uh a decent amount um it's a center option it's filled with options uh on dk and on FanDuel. There's so many from the uh, mid-tier and to studs to pay up for. So ownership will be a reason to pivot off some higher-owned guys because I feel like a lot of upside can be found in uh, finding in some low-owned option, uh, low options as well. You should like your lineups tomorrow. I will just say that. You should like what you look at when you look at your lineups tomorrow. Uh, any final words for the people? I think that that should close it out for us. Now Steph Curry put up a 40-piece. Uh as he rounds up the game. So kind of a late night hammer out of nowhere would have been nice uh, to have more Steph Curry. if Frank Mason didn't exist, but it is what it is. Uh, hopefully Friday will be better for us. And hopefully we're more uh, fortunate with the news bearing on our side. One time. Can we get one game to finish out this week where a disaster doesn't hit? We go Roby into Frank Mason. Uh, I'm not sure what's in store tomorrow. Isaiah Stewart, uh, if he gets hurt in the first quarter, I didn't do it. I'm just saying I didn't do it. It wasn't my doing. Uh, That'll do it for us here, guys. Uh, Make sure that you hit that like button on the way out. Hit the subscribe button on the way out. Uh, We will catch you on Monday. Uh, Have a great weekend. Uh, Enjoy the NASCAR coverage. Enjoy, uh, you know, everybody getting back into Daytona. Enjoy MMA, all of the great things over at awesome.com. Uh, stop on by sometime. Hope to see you there soon. Catch you later.